6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Single game betting is coming to Canada on August 27th. Canada has legalized single game sports betting, opening up a massive market in this country. But what safeguards are going to be in place to help people if they get into trouble, especially addiction trouble? For perspective, we welcome Paul Burns to the drive this afternoon. Paul is the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association. Paul, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. The chance. Yeah, and I guess before we kind of dig into the safety measures, Paul, break it down for us. What What's happening on the 27th compared to what's currently happening in Canada? Well, uh, it's really about being able to bet on the outcome of a single sporting event or contest. And right now, uh, the criminal code, uh, well, until recently, the criminal code prohibited uh, the betting on the outcome of a single event. So you had to bet on a, uh, a parlay wager, uh, which is either two or three events. Uh, much of the sports lottery product offered in Canada can only offers, you had to pick three. And you had to win three to win your bet, which wasn't really an attractive product for consumers. And as such, they sought out other means. Uh, and obviously, Canadians have had unfettered access to the offshore online sports betting sites. There's uh, bookmaking operations owned by organized crime. And they've taken the predominant amount of the money, about $14 billion wow. annually wagered through those versus about $500 million with the sports lottery products offered through the provincial lottery corporation. So you can see the difference. You see where the customer wanted to go. And we've had the sports betting for decades. We just couldn't have this one product. And that's what everybody's wanted. That's what consumers spoke with their money in the way they moved to uh, offshore sources or illegal sources to make those bets. So this change is going to be an option to, that they will be getting those products in provincially regulated gaming sites uh, with all of the controls and measures that come with that. Uh, that starts on the 27th, and the provinces will roll that out over the coming months. Okay, so if I understand you correctly, I can bet on a single you know, Edmonton Oilers game, a single Calgary Stampeders game uh, starting on the 27th, right? That's correct. Okay. I, I'm not positive if AGLC uh, offering through their Play Alberta site would be the first probably site in the province available to people. Yeah. Um, and in coming months, we hope to see uh, sports books in, in the, the Alberta casinos. Um, and every province is taking a little bit of a different approach, so it's going to roll out very differently in each part of the country. Um, but I think in, in very short order, I hope to see uh, casinos in Alberta have sports book options. Uh, obviously, the big play Alberta will have its uh, offering in sports. So those will be the, some of the first uh, the people of Alberta will see. Okay. And I, I had no idea, Paul, that the uh, sports betting market was worth, well, you said, $14 billion annually? Yes. We, uh, we've tracked it for years. And what we saw was an ever-increasing amount of money going to offshore online sites. Because Canadians... Uh, haven't been prohibited from playing on these sites, whether they're based in Europe or other parts of the world. Um, so Canadians have had access, and so they've been using sites like Betway, Bet365, um, all of these sites that have been offering. A lot of them are regulated and domiciled in Europe and UK, um, but Canadians have had access because of the unevenness of the law in Canada. Didn't make it illegal, didn't make it legal, it kind of sat in the middle. And no one wanted to deal with it. And they haven't. 
And so <laughs> the online gray market, as we call it, has, you know, it's it's hundreds and hundreds of, of millions of dollars in profit being earned by these companies that's leaving Canada every year. Yeah. And and Ontario has taken steps, and they will be later this year opening a, a regulated online market while requiring everybody who wants to offer online product in the province to be licensed. And I'm sure other provinces are watching to see what's going to happen. But really what's – so the choice for consumers, a lot of them have had access to these products. They don't even think some of them are legal. Because yeah. no one, they can use their bank card, they can use their credit card, and but all that money leaves the country. There's no benefit left in the communities, no jobs created, no government revenue that helps pay for healthcare or education, none of that stuff. Yeah. And in some cases, not the player protection that you talked about off the top, the responsible gaming programs. Canada has some of the best programs in the world. Yeah. And partly because of the government involvement, we've created those uh, great programs that you know, help people control their play, whether it's the, the time they want to play, how much money they want to spend, whether they want to self-exclude themselves. And not all these tools are available on every site for these offshore sites. So bringing basically the, the oversight and controls and protections that provincial governments bring to their products today, they want to bring to sports and bring to other products as well. We're talking with Paul Burns this afternoon, president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, about the new rules that are that are in place right now regarding betting on sports and the new rules that are taking are coming into effect, I should say, on August 27th. And Paul, I want to get back to the safety measures. Will it will it be different province from province, or will the Canadian Gaming Association kind of have like an umbrella approach? <laughs> well, we're we're a trade association, so we've been working with gaming regulators across the province, yeah. across, across the provinces. To talk to them about how they intend to roll this out, working with them on creating some regulatory standards. So there is some, and we do that for the benefit of gaming operators. So that when they work in province to province, the rules are somewhat similar. Canada's not a big country that way, so we try and harmonization of rules and regulations are helpful to industry when they work, but also just to make sure that they have all of the knowledge and expertise that comes because sports, this type of sports betting regulation is new. Um, to gaming regulators across Canada. Uh, it's They've had about three years worth of experience in the United States, but they've had decades of experience in Europe and other parts of the world. So we've tried to help them um, access some of the best practices that are out there in the world. And they've also, you know, the professional sports leagues and other sports bodies uh, are keenly interested in making sure it's done the right way. We've had lots of discussions with the professional sports leagues in North America because they want to make sure that, you know, betting on betting for players or officials and coaches is not permitted and that there's things in the regulatory standards that clearly say that um and because they want to make sure that the integrity of their sport is protected and that everybody's doing their bit they're going to do theirs but gaming regulators sports book operators everybody's got a role to play yeah, I bet. I bet. And 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 Paul, if if people do need assistance, uh, or if they know someone who needs assistance regarding gambling or that type of thing, where where can they go right now to get help? Well, there's, you know, Alberta has a really a wonderful program they use as a GameSense program on player education, and it's GameSenseAB.ca, and that's where people can get uh, information uh, one on what is gambling, how does it work, and where to get support. And, and where can they get other resources and information they may need to find their help, but also really where they can uh, get help in their communities. And so it's all on that website, GameSense, 
ab.ca and uh, it's a really great program provides a lot of information for players and, and even in the casinos there are you know the staff are trained and they understand if people ask for help uh, there's staff in the case in the casino environment in Alberta will be able to help them so it's uh, there's lots of resources and some of this then they're not hard to find uh, because you know we as an industry we want to make sure our players use our products health health in a healthy way in a responsible way I bet. I, I appreciate your time this afternoon, Paul. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you squeezing us in. I know you're calling from the Eastern Time Zone, so it's in your evening. No but I, I appreciate you calling this afternoon. No, happy to uh, happy to do it anytime. All right, sounds good, Paul. Have a great evening. That's Paul Burns, who's the president and CEO of the uh, the Canadian or sorry, excuse me, can, yeah, Canadian Gaming Association, talking about what's coming in to effect on August 27th. Single game wagering will be legal in this country and will be rolled out across the country you go province by province the canadian gaming association and that website again that uh, paul was just talking about if you know someone who needs help or if you need help or if you just want to find out more information in general it's game sense ab that's one word game sense ab dot ca where you can find out how gambling works how the games work how you can get support all kinds of great resources there game sense ab dot ca